What up? This is Myron, and you are listening or watching the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, the alternative underground back alley, underbelly, down on the docks on the other side of the tracks, speak easy, dive bar style podcast about your beloved Seattle Mariners right here, right here, brought to you by Odyssey Sports. You're probably listening on the Odyssey app. Okay, maybe you're not. Maybe you're listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever else you're getting that podcast action from. We're not going to judge you as long as you're downloading, liking, subscribing, following. You know the drill. We appreciate it. Also, if you haven't said hello to us yet, I don't know. Maybe you're on Apple. Uh, I don't know. Give us one of those uh, those reviews. Maybe one of those five-star reviews. You know, we like those five-tool baseball players on this podcast more than anything. But that's scratch that. Not more than anything, because you know what we like more than that? Five-star reviews. So hit us with that five-star review. Also, maybe you're like, meh, on the podcast, but you like the gear. You love this rye bread and mustard podcast gear. Make sure to hit up at at simply.cora. That's at simply.cora on Instagram. She'll take care of you. Maybe if you say you heard this uh, promo on the podcast, you get some kind of discount. I don't know. You take it up with her. Anyways, if you have something strongly worded to say, maybe something more private, uh, you can always hit us up at rye bread and mustard podcast at gmail.com. Rye bread and mustard podcast at gmail.com. Of course, we're on socials. That's it. That's all the house cleaning. Uh, we had an episode coming to you uh, that didn't happen, but want to give a shout out to Murphy's on 45th. Uh, it just didn't happen last night on uh it was my fault anyways we were just talking about the atlanta series we had a whole program of it was kind of a downer program on that road trip but now we're recording here live at hooverville after the mariners victory over the oakland a's that's right the mariners already back home taking care of business the business that they're supposed to be doing we're here talking about that. We'll, we'll just kind of like briefly like talk about some stuff, not get too negative, but also not not be too peaches and cream for what happened. Anyways, I'm down here and my guest, of course, he's not going to be on camera if you're watching this on YouTube or anywhere else. It's the ninja. Ninjas don't go on the camera. What's going on? Yo, what up, everybody? Hi, this is Tom Pachork of the Seattle Mariners inviting everybody to come on out to the Kingdom on August 23rd for Mariners Funny Nose Glasses Night. I Be the first Tom. in your neighborhood Tom, to have... Tom, I'm sorry. August 23rd is not Funny Nose Glasses Night. It's Jacket Night, Tom. Jacket Night. Yes, every jacket. kid 14 and under gets an official Mariners vinyl jacket free, Tom. Jacket? No nose. No Funny Nose no Glasses. Nose. No, I'm sorry. Hmm. What am I going to do with 30,000 pairs of funny nose glasses? That's your problem, Tom. I, I think, and this is what uh, Parmesan LeBron and I were talking about on the ill-fated episode last night, is like, man, and it was right in our face. We're sitting there at down at Edgar's last night, and you look up into right field, and you see 46 days until the All-Star game. Yeah, I guess that's the big question is, is Julio going to be there? Yeah, and listen, of course, when the Mariners go, Julio goes. And there's, you know, more to talk about as far as the Mariners for the season. And, of course, the All-Star game isn't the main thing. 
But man, it, it, you look at that, you look up at that, those banners with the countdown, then you look over at the scoreboard. And yeah, Julio got a couple hits tonight, one right in front of us down there in Edgar's. He's hitting 212. He's got seven home runs. Uh, but the OPS is bad. It's just, it's unfortunate, but. He's got a lot of added pressure. He does. And it's not his fault. Uh, again, I don't want to pull out the, he's just 22. Look at what happened last year. And some people could be like, hey, he's kind of where he was last year. But he was trending up, right? It feels like what's going on with Caballero, don't want to get off topic. And we're not going to jump into, we'll get into Caballero. But the way Caballero is like jumping out and kind of like the momentum. That's kind of how Julio was a year ago from now. And there's, I'm not saying he's not going to make the all-star team and you're not going to see him in the home run derby. I was there last year. I loved it. But man, he's got a lot of work to do in the next 30 days. I mean, yeah, I mean, let's get right to it because, you know, we're a quarter away through the season and and know, some. Yeah, and some. And what's it going to take for him to make the all-star team? What, what it's going to take is for the Mariners fans to unite and vote him in. And we need to come together like other home all-star teams and just plug the votes. We each get five votes each. And we need to vote Julio in. I don't care if he has the average or nothing or he's playing. Or we need to cheat and vote Julio in. You're going to get Mike Trout. You're going to get Aaron Judge. Automatic. And the third outfielder needs to be Julio because the Mariner fans united and voted him in. You know, he's, we could get, if we all came together on social media and voted him in, we get Julio as the number one vote getter. And, if that doesn't happen, well, yeah. So that's your angle on how he makes the all-star team. Yeah, yeah, it's like, let's vote somebody in that on the merit doesn't really belong at the all-star no, game. We need to start a campaign, and there's a, you know, the fans vote who they want as the all-star, and the all-star game is in Seattle, and the Seattle fans need to come together and cast about 4 billion votes for, for Julio Rodriguez just to get him in. Okay, well. That's my plan. That's. Okay, we have your plan. My plan is I still think he has an outside chance if he just can get hot. You look at the schedule right now, you got Oakland Aids. Look, he got two hits today. Going into this game, I think he was hitting 204. He's back to 212. Got, he's got to heat up on this, oh, yeah. on this road trip. Uh, at this homestand, I'm sorry. You got Oakland here. You got Pittsburgh Maybe Carlos Santana, who's a big mentor to him, oh, coming into town. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, listen, again with the Mariners, I'm not at all, and I, I'm not putting this out there in this way. I'm trying to kind of think about how to, how to say this, but, like, listen, when Julio goes, the Mariners go, and that's because – We've built this team, especially this roster, built around, hey, we have a superstar. We have a lot of great players still on this team. Teoscar Hernandez, he's been turning things around, you know, as far as consistency. He's a great player. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we Gino, have great player. Lots of these other great but we don't have any superstars on the team. You have 
Jared Kelnick, who's probably the most deserving person if you were grabbing somebody offensively on the all-star team. But, you know, this, this whole shoe-in with Julio and what he did in the, in the home run derby was insane. It's, it's just, we, I don't know. You, you, that, that, you, there's a lot of pressure question. on him. That's the big there's question. Pressure. Yeah. That's the big question. Even if he doesn't make the all-star team, is he going to get the home run derby invite? And he hit, like, what, 80 home runs in the, in the home run derby yesterday? Yeah, but year? he's got seven home runs right now. Well, he needs to be in the home run derby this year. Everybody wants I, it. MLB is going to make a lot of money. Plug him in in the home run derby at least. He's going to hit, you know, how many home runs in, at, at T-Mobile? You know... Well, here's the thing for the home run derby. You know what I mean? One thing about Julio, he's a very humble guy and a very compartmental guy. Uh, if he doesn't make an all-star team, I don't think this is something that's going to like bury him or not. And we're talking all-star, you know, we're starting, the voting's going to happen here very soon. Yeah. And listen, he still has the rest of this month and the rest of June. And I wouldn't, I am hoping and and I'm not putting it past him. I'm just saying it's go time for that. What a weird lead in for this episode, but like we're doing this episode in the middle of a series. So I don't want to get into too much of the series stuff because this is what our listeners are going to be like sinking their teeth into for the next couple of days uh, before, you know, the series wraps up that that's something to be said. Um, Let me just put it this way. Like MLB wants to see Julio involved in the all-star. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Why would listen? It's in Seattle. You think about the home run derby that we had here years ago. You know, I think we had Brett Boone in in it. That was our representative, and he had a killer year that year. Also, I'll be on the lookout with that episode with Brett Boone here. Coming soon. Coming soon. Uh, One of our Odyssey. I want to call him a teammate. I think he's a teammate. Yeah, you guys are teammates. We're teammates now. Um, But, uh, you know, Giambi stole the show, obviously, that year. Hit it here, Cafe. That That's like when the Hit It Here Cafe was the shit, right? Like, they hit the ball up there. But, like, I was there last year. I was there at Dodger Stadium, and Julio stole the show. I mean, absolutely stole the fuck. He didn't win. uh, It'd be a travesty not to have Julio involved in All-Star Weekend. I understand that, but if other people are just mashing home runs and and stuff like that, it's it's, this isn't the Seattle Mariners All-Star game. We are the host of that team, but it's it's, the All-Star game is – you know, so this is it, a good this is a good lead in for like who's gonna be the Mariners representative for the All Star game right now. Well, well, right now I think if you, I think if you had to say, hey, on the offensive end, who's going to a position player who's would be our representative would be Jared Kelnick easily. Yep, that's it. Yep, I mean. Uh, right now, uh, Suarez, I'd have to look at the other third baseman. I mean, the guy hits, yeah. he's our best hitter with runners in scoring position, yeah. but he's just a solid, solid player. Doesn't have the power numbers right now that, no. uh, maybe, but, but he's a, he's a second half season. And then 
And then, of course, this is a good segue. Let's get away from from Julio. Because, listen, we on this podcast have rarely, if ever, had any criticism about Julio. He's somebody dare. that, before we move away from there... Don't you dare criticize yeah. Julio. <laughs> I'm not. But... I I just want to end this with saying he's a guy that I know he's going to turn around. I'm not I'm We're, not concerned. I'm not concerned about him overall. I'm just concerned about hey the All-Star roster is going to be made up in you know 5 to 6 weeks and yeah, there's nothing you can like, do about that. But we've also had we've also seen players like uh, you know, let's stick with the Mariners for our listeners. People like Bogleback, people like uh, uh, Kikuchi that have made the All Star game because mm-hmm. they had great starts to the season. Ty France, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, recently, and then the back half of the year, it didn't matter. And you know what? I, I have all, I have all of the confidence in the world that Julio is going to be Julio for his sake for him, for who he is, for what the Mariners would love to do for this podcast. Fuck, let's get selfish here. Hey, let's even, hey, even for the the cereal brand, the Julio's, right? Julio's. Like right now, there's, those those look good, but there's some sour milk in there. We got to get that sour milk out of there. Uh, He'll be fine. I I got a box. They're pretty good. He'll be fine. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. They tried them out. Of course. Everyone got some Julio's. Of course you did. Jose Caballero, that's the Mariners' second baseman, right? It's, and it's looking like that. And it's looking, uh, you know, how Scott Cervantes talks about him. And you can just see his eyes light up about, like, how, how this guy plays baseball. But, hey, and, and, you're, get, and you're really excited about how they call him Cabby. Cabby. Scott Cervais calls him Cabby, so I call him Cabby. <laughs> yeah. So, listen, Jose Caballero is got to be one of the biggest surprises. Uh, we saw him get his first home run in uh, the, the game the game three in Atlanta. Tonight follows it up. I know it's against Oakland, but this isn't a spring training game. I know when people go, well, it was against the Oakland. Well, guess what? A lot of teams go out and they can lose against teams in professional sports. You're not supposed to do the Mariners take care of business in this game. Hopefully they take care of business in the series. But Caballero is to me, and I, and I, I, I would assume for the organization now that's your everyday second baseman. Unless there's, unless there's just somebody, something he hasn't played Enough to go. He can't hit this person or this no, person. Did you see the two defensive plays he made tonight? Absolutely. Also, uh, Gino. What about Eugenio Suarez as being the second best defender in baseball? And does that get you on the All Star team? I know he's hitting like two thirty and his numbers are down, but being a, the se- the second best defender in all of Major League Baseball behind Xander Bogarts right now. And how well he's playing defensively, does that get you on the all-star team? And my other one is Bryce Miller right now. He's the number he's ranked the number 10 pitcher in baseball right now. And if he keeps it up, is he gonna is he gonna make the all-star team? And my third one is uh, Luis Castillo. He's 
you know, he got his thousand strikeout this, you know, in his career tonight. That was cool to watch. You know, if he picks his game up, is he gonna be is he gonna be our representative? So, you know, who, who's gonna be representing the, the Seattle Mariners? Well, and look at the play he did in that third game in Atlanta off of. Oh yeah. And and you're only making plays like that if you're aware and you're locked in, right? You know what I mean? I think he's like, the only the confidence American League player. I don't know if he's the MLB like third baseman not to make an error this year. His fielding percentage is 1,000. Yeah. Should, also, we should suit up Perry Hill in the All-Star game. There should be <laughs> a, a spot in the All-Star game for Perry Hill. But you're right. Um, you know, I hope, I, hope, I hope Eugenio can get his offensive numbers going. Also, like, when you go back to the last time we had an All-Star game here, now there's been one you know, before we were born, or at least I was born, I think Craig Reynolds was our representative. And that was because every team gets somebody. Mariners have been that person a lot of times. In 2001, I was there. I was at that game. We had 75 guys on that team. <laughs> but we also were, the at that point, the best team in baseball. Ended up tying the all-time record for seasons and you're looking at a Mariners team as we're doing the recording right now a game below 500 so we're, we're around a 500 team so when you have a 500 team you can't be like we get seven guys that's just not how no. it works it's just not how it works no, we're so lucky to get two where the Mariners can get a lot of players and I get it to answer your question should they be rewarded for defensive stats? Yeah. That's that's up to how they pick the teams. Traditionally, it yeah. seems like it hasn't mattered. But if somebody's having such a strong year defensively, like should they be rewarded? Yes. And my I guess my other argument, if we were making an argument for Gino is his hitting with runners in scoring position, if we get them there, by the time he gets in a bat, I mean, he's he's around 400, which is really, really good. Why bread and mustard, a Mariners podcast. We have the one and only Mr. Tom Hutler. How are you doing? Doing well, guys. There was one time I came out of a watering hole in West Seattle watching some guy had been overserved, and I came out. I came out of the restaurant, and he goes, "You're the Mariner guy." I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Could you do Ken Griffey Jr.?" And I said, "Okay." So I did it, and he goes, "You're a great man." <laughs> Rye bread and mustard, a Mariners podcast. Hear the full episode on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Tell them play, you know. You can't have the number one pitching staff in baseball and not have one representative. Yeah. And yeah. that's where we're at right now. People are saying, like, we have the best pitching staff. And it's crazy that of this great pitching staff, the guy with the number one numbers right now is our rookie, Bryce Miller, who's, who's the number 10 power-ranked pitcher in all of baseball. Yeah, and when we get this episode out, he's not pitching day of, but I, I believe the next day. And we've seen him pitch against Oakland and Oakland for debut. Miller versus Miller. Uh, outstanding performance. Yeah. Tick was perfect for much of it. You see him go against, 
you know, are arguably the best team in baseball until anybody says yeah. not the Houston Astros right. here at home. Goes in Detroit, takes care of business where you're supposed to take care of business. Goes into Atlanta, does his thing, and you know he's going to pitch against Oakland in the series. And guess what? He's going to lock up against the New York Yankees. So I think after that Yankees series, we definitely can make a. This is what's up. Yeah, and make really, it make it really case. Exciting. So it's going to be very interesting here in the next week of what's had, going like, on. Uh, Bryce Miller against the Atlanta Braves last week, and Atlanta Braves are arguably one of the better hitting teams in baseball and he he held his own through seven innings and it's, it's crazy that this young guy is coming up here and putting up the kind of numbers that he is and it's it's not just you know us talking it's on a national level where these guys come out with the pitcher rankings and you see bryce miller in the mix if you're going to pick any pitcher on the mariners staff right now that's going to be up in the mix yeah kirby Gilbert, yeah, Castillo. I mean, yeah, they're no, all. It's, no. I think they're competing against each other for those spots because, yeah, look, look, it's really going to come down to Mariners putting up W's. And right? we're talking about who's if the gonna, Mariners going to make the All Star team right and, now, and it really pitchers. comes and it really comes down to what kind of W's are the Mariners going to put up? Because, mm-hmm. yes, in in pitching statistics, statistics. The wins losses don't matter as much. Oh god! But like, who wins games? Who does stuff? You have Kirby. That's like, let's get into Kirby. Like Kirby's the guy. Kirby's Kirby's on an all-time yeah. rec like pace right now for K's. You know the K to walk ratio over nine innings and the amount of walks per nine innings, dude. And he all time. And we didn't get to talk about this because we lost that episode, but. His whole thing with Acuna and him, where there was some beef. Maybe the pitch was thrown in there, and he didn't give a fuck. No. And he and but he's also not known as a player that goes out there, and, or a person that's like this guy could be a hothead, right? He's just like, well, I throw strikes. This Kirby, is what I do. Kirby needs to grow a mustache. Yeah. Just he, like he's... Bryce Miller and Gilbert. <laughs> oh, you can see Kirby with a mustache. Come on. Join the This guy. Join this... The... Yeah. But at the end of the I know he lost that game or he got the loss in the game in uh Atlanta. He gave up a rare walk. I think he has five walks the whole season. The the walk scored. And when you hear him in the interview after the game. And the Mariners lose by one run. He's very, very, very critical of the walk that he gave up because he's like, it comes around and scores, and he gets it. He fucking gets it. the The team plays great defense around him because you know why? Because he throws strikes. They're not sitting on their heels. I love George Kirby. Then you got Logan, who's like a power two. Uh, and then you have again. I don't, you have, like, I don't even like to call him Logan. Let's call him Walter. Walter, a power too. But as far as you're talking with all star people, yeah, you definitely Bryce Miller definitely has a shot because it's fun. He, it's he fun comes, to like we're yes. quarter way through the season. We got a quarter more way to the all star game. Yeah, and Kirby definitely has an has a has a chance. And I'd say Logan's still in the running uh, that possibly can happen. And also Castillo. 
So it's like Castillo had a couple of bad games and people are like, forget about him. And I said in the last episode, hey, we have the best three pitchers that we'd want to go take on Atlanta right now. I I was watching. I mean, we just got out of the game watching Castillo pitch tonight. And goddamn, his shit was nasty. Even though he's been shellacked last month, his whip is still lower than what it was last year. And last year, we're ready to put the crown on him. We're ready to put Felix's crown on him. It's it's still there, and pitchers go through the highs and lows, and I have no problem with Castillo. None. None. And 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 you're talking about All Star and with the pitching. We haven't even looked at the bullpen. There's plenty of guys. I oh, will yeah. say this: we that also have the best bullpen. In I will. We do, but I also have to agree with Hanno, who says this, and he's he's been, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. We might have a great bullpen, but without Munoz, we don't have anybody mm-hmm. in that bullpen that can just go out there and just absolutely dominate, hand the ball off to it, and it's and it's it's a it's a it's a conclusion it's a conclusion. Yeah, we well, tried to we tried to do that with Brash and it's been Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Really God's is. not a guy. Uh, there, we have good guys that can go out there and take care of stuff, but we don't have a nasty, nasty shut down guy right now. Hopefully he gets back. Well, I know there's been a lot of talk about Baroja. I know that he's nasty. We, we haven't seen him up here, but he's very, very close because they have transitioned to him from started. But Hanno's right. Like we don't have this. Well, we're, good, we're missing that. We're the, missing that. And, that and, and listen, and that's where we're seeing that with these one run, one yeah. run. And losses. the good news is Munoz is making his uh, rehab, you know, appearance in, in uh, for Tacoma Rainiers this week. He's, you know, they say he got a shot. He, he responded positively and he's like going to make his, you know, rehab appearances in Tacoma this week. And maybe he'll be back next week. And that's real positive. That is that's positive shit. We'll we'll do it there. Hey, look, listen. Uh, we're gonna be back Friday morning. Is there any more you wanted to say, Ninja? I can keep talking all night. If you well, want to. I gotta get this episode in. Hopefully, you've went back and checked out the last episode with uh, Bill Posley, writer, uh, uh, writer from Cobra Kai. You like Cobra Kai, don't you, Dears? I fucking yeah, so yeah, and uh, you know he's writing the uh, or written the uh, new uh, Ferris Bueller spinoff, uh, Sam and Victor's day off. Sam and Victor, the valets, uh, and also go check out Bitch Ass on uh, BET Plus uh, or Amazon, Apple, wherever else. If you like those old uh, films from the night, I call them old. That's how old I am. Uh, if you like like the Candyman, who also does the intro to that film, uh, People Under the Stairs, Leprechaun, Leprechaun in the Hood, any of those films, you'll really like that. It's got that ni- like 90s horror uh, nostalgia stuff to it. It's really good. Fun episode with Bill Posley. Go check that out. That's the episode before this. Um, and as far as, uh, you know, checking us out, we'll be back next or this. Yeah. I don't know where it is. We're here in Seattle. We we're going to be popping up. I think we're going to be back here at Hooverville, some big episodes uh, Thursday night coming out Friday morning after the A's wrap. 
But uh, yeah, and then we, and then Pittsburgh's here. Then we got the Yankees. We got the man, a, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, happy to be doing this podcast. Happy to be partnered up with Odyssey and doing all this. It, it's going to be a fun, uh, you know, time. It, this is a very important. A very, very, very important series for the Mariners. Oh man, is it there? I'm t- There's no more. It's it's early. This next couple of weeks is really, really important for us. Very important, and people want to go. Well, do you remember the 14 game winning streak? And Hanson Hanno loves to go like, hey, you take away that 14 game winning streak. You know, hypothetically, last year we're not looking so good. And and but guess what? Houston has woken up. <laughs> Texas is and Texas is it. yeah they we're went out and they spent they league. went out and they spent the money. It's gonna be interesting, uh, you know. Like podcast goes, when the Mariners go, the Mariners go. When Julio goes, so we are on Julio watch. Uh, and uh, anyways, thank you for liking, subscribing, and following the Rye Bread Mustard and Mariners podcast. Also hit us up on the socials. You like Hoover Real? Love this is the first time we've done a pod here. I've been here before. Uh, yeah, pretty yeah. interesting stuff. Hooverville has survived a fire. In fact, if you come in here and you see the firemen uh, garbs that are up there on the wall, it signifies what happened here when they had a fire. There's a book here. You can check it out. Yeah, let's go Mariners. Nice to meet you guys. See, we got, we got some fans. Yeah, it's Hooverville no. is like Uber, a, a staple of the Mariners game. I feel like it's this only, is a, we're a block and a half away from the stadium. It's to the south and on First Avenue, and I feel like for a night like this, a week night, this is a perfect spot. Of course, you can always check us out over on Tacos and Tequilas on Sundays. Oh, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. But uh, want to give a shout out to Hooverville, Hanno. You know what? Oh, Hanno ain't here. Ninja, you know what time it is. Betty, all right. Close enough. Charge.